Greetings! Welcome back to the solo podcast Anime One at a Time, where I take a pause for the series I'm watching among the hustle and bustle of the shiny new anime of today, also exploring the undervalued and unknown. I'm the host, Lita, and this is episode 15. I don't know why I do that. I just, being me, extend out a lot of words. I'll go, hello, 15. (laughs) I can't help it. I just do that when we reach, like, you know, the numbers keep, like, going up. Um, You know, I believe that maybe by the end of the year, could we get to 20? That would be amazing because uh, things are going to be changing around here. They are um, for in terms of like hobby wise, but I'm not going to bore you with all that right at the beginning of this. Uh, maybe at the end of this, I will say all that crap. But no, we're here to talk about the anime of interest. Now, <laughs> if you listened to me last episode, which, oh, why am I forgetting suddenly what is the last anime I discussed? Oh yes, Chivalry of a Failed Night. Um, yes, episode 14. If you have not listened to that, you can. Um, really great series. Really enjoyed that. It's great to talk about. One of my favourites and I actually re-watched. But... Uh, I did not get two episodes out last month, which I was slightly disappointed about, but um, uh, just certain things happened last month that were out of my control, but um, all is well now, and uh, we're back on the regular schedule of things, which is why I thought I need to this week, at least in the first week of November, I need to get a podcast episode out. It was my ultimate mission. It is currently Thursday evening, so it's the 3rd of November as I'm recording this, and um, I think I'm doing going to do pretty well. (laughs) But um, you always think when you're about to do something, something comes along and then ruins (laughs) what you're about to do. I'm sure we've all had that. So um, I hope everyone had a nice Halloween. Uh, even though I said last episode I wasn't really in a Halloween mood, and I still wasn't, and I still didn't re-watch my Ghost Hunt anime, which I'm pretty sure I said was one of my favourite series to watch, um, didn't get around to it. I was too into a couple of anime I was watching, which one we are going to be talking about today, and another one, which is an oldie, which I cannot wait to finally talk about, um, soon in episode, um, hopefully coming in this month or next. I haven't quite decided yet. Yeah, I did end up dressing up for Halloween, actually. My work had a dress-up day, so I decided to be a witch, and it was fun. I felt a spark come over me, I did, and I was like, oh, kind of miss doing this, because, you know, I do enjoy cosplay, and I have not cosplayed for a really long time, and I just thought, oh, I really... I really should cosplay next year when I go to a convention. Um, I didn't, I didn't do that this year when I went to conventions. I just wanted to go as like me, myself, which was great. Um, didn't, didn't have to worry about my wig falling off. None of that stress. (laughs) Um, but yeah, next year we'll, we'll go in cosplay. We will. 
to decide what character. God, I've, you know, got new favourites over the years, so Lord knows. But now, as I said, uh, an episode I planned well was going to come out on Halloween. That didn't happen. Didn't get around to watching this particular anime. Um, I still plan to re-watch this anime and talk about it, but I've decided to save it for December, Christmas month, which is my favourite month of the year, December is, because everybody's got a favourite month. So I've decided to save it for in December, I have. So it is coming, and uh, I felt like, you know, if I, you know, may may have disappointed some people, or, or I feel like I have let down in a way because I was aiming to do it but you know as I said things happened that were out of my control and you know just couldn't focus wasn't taking precedence but anyway so this round I have for you of anime to talk about oh I'm you know is a pleasant surprise because it is a it's a genre that I don't watch a lot of, but I do thoroughly enjoy it. Um, even though some people have gotten a bit over it over the years. Um, so, to just get into things right off the bat. So this series was, came out last year. Oh, it's like nearly only a year old, so pretty new. Um, I don't remember what season it came out in. I've, not that that really matters, but it's 13 episodes. It is a slice of life. Isekai. Woo, Isekai. Yes, that's the one that I was just saying I don't watch a lot of. And I put it also in the romance fantasy part and adventure. Oh, it falls into all sorts of categories. It is a <laughs> light novel adaptation. It is by a collaboration of studios by Wolfsbane and Studio Vlad. Now, these studios have not done that many productions. They've only done like four, three or four between them. But they both worked on this series. And this series is Banished from a Hero's Party. I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside. God, light novel titles are a freaking mouthful. <laughs> I would never attempt to say it in Japanese, not that I can even talk Japanese. But just to decipher it, to say it, ah, oh, so long-winded. Um, I think a lot of people find that strange about like light novel titles that they're just so long-winded. And uh, this series I had not planned to watch at all. It was just some random show that was on my plan to watch list and I didn't know when I would get to scenario. But I was going through a phase where um, it somehow came up. It was, you know how you get these strange inklings to watch series? Well, I was on Twitter. <laughs> it starts off me saying, I was scrolling through Twitter. And um, I saw, um, I saw a, an image for it of the main two characters. And um, it was just a, someone, it's just some fan art it was um, of them like in a forest and... It looked like they were in love, and I was like, oh, what's this series? And that's how this series came up, and then I read about it, and I'm like, oh, okay. This plot is really different um, for an isekai. Well, it's a different um, angle, where we are focusing on a adventurer, <clears throat> where we are focusing on a adventurer 
who gives up like the the hero life and um or the adventurer life and um wants to open up an apothecary uh wants to um yeah if you don't know what an apothecary is you know sell medicine um be with nature and herbs basically and um i was like oh okay this has really piqued my interest so the main plot focuses on red who is a part of a special hero party um that there is a main hero which is red sister named uh Ruti, and uh, she is classed as the hero and um that will defeat this raging demon lord and um also a part of that in this world there is things called blessings which um you are bestowed upon at a certain point in your life and um that i guess you could call it a skill also that also grows um like in you know like in a video game not that i'm an expert um i'm a novice <laughs> um it grows like when you know you defeat a certain enemy your blessing will raise up you know in strength and all that and um which is an interesting setup which you know i'll get into more in in a minute and um so red is known as the guide you know he guides everybody um showing them the way and like you know especially through the wilderness like you know he's pretty good at tracking and um you know he's a very vital member a part of this party hero party and uh one of his um comrades decide Ares decides to betray him and he gets kicked out of his party and then red goes you know what uh instead of me creating my own party i'm going to go open up an apothecary <laughs> <laughs> which is really like the main bit where your curiosity's peaked is like this dude could have gone you know joined up with another party and we would have had another typical series where like you know we're watching this you know could it, he could have been like a rogue adventurer going getting revenge on his own party or it could have been uh his own story focus of you know he's made up his own party red's new party and he goes off adventuring we could have gone those two routes but it you know this this is isekai has completely gone a different route which you know i love about my anime if you have been listening to this podcast long enough uh you know we love it when anime does something very different in genres this guy wants to open up an apothecary. He wants a quiet life in the countryside. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna like this. Because at the time when I started watching this, I really needed something like laid back. I, did, I didn't want to be absorbed in an anime that had too much going on. It's like, we want simple. And we are looking at the lens in this series through like Red's perspective and also the other main, the other main character. I'll talk about her in a minute. We are looking at, you know, in an RPG, like, you know, fantasy setting where like, you know, you're, you're following, you've got all these things going on, the main story, the characters, and it's like, don't you ever stop to wonder like, oh, what would it be like for these characters, like in their day-to-day -day life? And that's what this isekai is offering, like a, a glimpse into that question and you really get, you know, a really 
clear answer in this like short series and this this joy with this series was like an absolute joy to watch i was just not expecting to love it by the end of it like you know it's great when you know it's not like i had expectations for it i'm just like well i'm gonna try this you know i've not watched isekai for ages but it, it is actually a real joy and it's not just because it's you know it's you know it's, it's got a different outlook on the isekai um plane um it was just like laid back and i i really enjoyed the characters um there wasn't anything like you know main villain um at the end of it really um it really was just about you know the 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 day-to-day life of the char- the characters and especially in Red's perspective, like it would go from what was going on with Red and then back to like what was going on with his party. There was kind of like a back plot, you know, like with um, Ares' portrayal towards Red and Ares, you know, finds out that, you know, Red is has is running a apothecary now. And um, it's just like, you know, how dare he not you make use of his blessing you know Ares was so annoyed that Red never made use of his blessing and goes on the plot of revenge and maybe on that perspective of Ares you know that's where his character goes all loopy and just you know crazy in the end with jealousy really so you do get a bit of action like towards the end so there was like some nice balanced quiet moments in the series and then there was some like you know bits that would just like roll you up like come out of nowhere like oh oh okay um there was a really nice balance of all of that put together and that's what the the creator of this series which the original creator from the light novel adaptations which is um they are known as um zapon and um they were saying this in you know in an interview they wanted to um talk about the show from the perspective of you know living what would it be like for these characters in a day-to-day life you know you're you say you're playing a game and you're defeating a dragon and you know you go on to the next thing in the game and it's like you know don't you ever stop and think oh what would um how would this character feel like where would they go from there really um so yeah there's this is what we have and um there are some you know nice elements in this series um just it's yeah this isekai once again i am it really is like um this is like the scenario where i hadn't watched so much slice of life in a long time and then i remember when i watched amanchu which came out in 2016 and that completely changed my mind about slice of life that it's not just about every day to day like it can be more than that and slice of life can be incorporated in like any genre it doesn't matter what and and that it does well on its own and here we have like you know an isekai that um is giving us a just a completely different angle that i've not really watched from before that type of angle so i'm really enjoy this particular creator's aspect when I was reading the interview because you know as I do I like to research things before like I do my podcast and reading about it made me really love this series even more and what the author and what the creator and all the and the main director was trying to achieve 
And um, it's really good because because just the other day, uh, yesterday, it, I scrolling through Twitter again. That's where I, you know, I check on a daily basis. This series is getting a season two, which I, hmm, I couldn't be more excited about because there was like towards the end of the show, there was a opening that yes, there could be a season two, and you know we could see where the adventure goes for the characters i'm sorry i haven't even got into any of the nitty-gritty yet but i just couldn't hold myself back by saying okay there's a season two um (laughs) but i'm so excited like you know things had this really nice build up um like a good like this series sorry i'm not getting my words out right there was just a good foundation for like the the adventure can continue and it could go wherever it wanted and that's what's happened here so um i'm really excited i know it's coming out for next year and um i get to see these characters again so i really enjoyed um like red's character i mean i watched this in the english dub um i was pretty feeling lazy again i was and um really enjoyed the english dub of this in particular uh, i'm definitely a fan of um danny chambers um danny chambers has been around for quite a long time but um this was my real first role really i don't know she really stood out to me i knew of her but i just none of her roles prior to that had really stood out to me but i really enjoyed danny as um rit which is the other main character next to red and Red was also voiced by Aaron Campbell. He's done some voices that I enjoy. They just had a really... Their performances together, playing as Rit and Red, um, really complemented e- each other really nice um, because Red and Rit build up a very close relationship they do, which was not expecting because um, when Red opens up his apothecary, um, uh, you know, Rit was a adventurer. He had previously um, been on a mission beforehand um and um they just you know rit just happens to come across him again but it ends up being can i move in with you and um it's it's a nice romance here that these two have it's really nice i don't think i could stress that enough because at first everything starts out really you know tippy toe very awkward um you know they they were you know they're on the on that level of respect at that time and then just how things build up i mean you think you know for 13 episodes oh you know this romance would be really rushed um i can't really say that it was because it just didn't feel like that the pacing was like perfect for me um in just how their bond grows they do and eventually they do fall in love and um it is just so sweet it's so sweet they they are both just a real pair of like sweet characters um and i just i just love watching them together i love them together i just they have yeah they have just a really like-minded chemistry they do and um you know rit you know she's she's got these great sides about her you know she's got this really fiery side and then obviously we've got the you know innocent side or the side that she shared mainly she comes out when she's around red and um you know things don't happen right away you know things happen like 
it's very gradual. Each episode, there's a really cute moment between them. And also when I, when I'm going back to when I said there's like quiet moments in this, you know, we're seeing the day to day life, you know, among the crazy backpot that's happening, you know, we see, um, red and writ, um, just, just being as they are like, you know, living their new life together in the apothecary. Um, and, it's it's just really nice to go back to those moments and then we get back into like you know what's going on with Ritz uh sorry Red's party um and where things are gonna go with that and um another element I really loved during the quiet periods was the um, we're getting to see Red's skills put to the test his blessing um which you know he helps out some of the villagers in different scenarios like there's one in particular where uh, he helps out one of the older uh, run, I'll say run down, but they, you know, there's a new spa house in town, bath house. And, um, the, the regular one is not getting that much business. And Red comes up with a way to help the owner get business back in again and also promote his apothecary. Like I like those moments. They were just, yeah, they were, they were, they were cool. <laughs> That's like the best word I can say. That we just red is just um is is just cool, like really cool. Um, he's like just how he is as a character. He's he's a cool dude. That's 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 how to say it. And um, um, so as you can probably tell, I really enjoyed Red and Ritz characters. Um, I did like all the characters really. I did, but there was one like one boy character named Tanta. Um which there was a episode focusing on him um i don't know you know he he was just the usual annoying kid that i didn't <laughs> it was just annoying like your average annoying kid but how red is with like dealing with some of the children at that um I didn't mind, like, you know, when Red interacted with him, but yeah, at Tandon, I was like, okay, I don't really care for your parts. Let's just move on, okay? <laughs> now, one of the other interesting characters, which I thought she'd be very your basic cookie cutter hero in an isekai, which is, you know, Red's sister, Ruti. As I said, Ruti is given the blessing of the hero she must defeat the um the demon lord and um ruti you'd think oh okay she t up takes her blessing and she will is all about moral and justice and will take up arms and go defeat the raging demon lord with her party no um we have a ruti who does not desire the the life that she has been given and um she is like very back and forth um, in that decision, in that kind of dwelling. And, um, oh, I really liked it. Even though like Ruti can seem kind of plain and like a bit like a porcelain doll in a way. You know how it is like in some of those um, Otome game anime annotations where we get porcelain doll <laughs> female protagonists. Um, Ruti's... I thought would was like that a little bit, but nah, man, when we like get into this, things really change for her and you end up being really, I ended up being really happy for her because I think, all you know, she was, had this, 
you know, real divide for herself. Like, you know, she doesn't want this life. She wants to live like a brother, like a, like a real normal life. And um, it's like, what? This, this, this girl has been bestowed with, you know, a great blessing and a great life. And um, she don't want it. So, yeah, really... Who 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 would not like that sort of change in an isekai anime? You cannot tell me you would not desire that change, and and it was it was really sweet in the moments that Ruti just wanted to see her brother again, um, desired it nothing more, and that and um, that there was no like like incest kind of love, um, like obsess obsessive behaviors you know, between their brother and sister relationship. There was none of that shit. I was so glad about that. Um, they have a very healthy bond. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I said, isn't that nice for, uh, for you know, brother-sister relationship in anime? I thought, oh my god. Ooh. I said, I was thinking, damn, this anime is, is delivering. It is is delivering, giving giving something that, you know, just we get a breather, got a breather from you know some of those insane brother sister relationships, you know, you know some I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, just the last anime I was talking about, I I talked about um, you know the um the main character from Chivalry of a Failed Knight and his sister, you know, she was in love with her brother so yeah you you get a breather from that which is relieving it really was about an adventurer red who just wanted to open up an apothecary and everything else kind of carried along with it and um you didn't know what the out you don't you don't know what the outcome will be by the end of it you know will he achieve his goal uh, are people really gonna mess it up and get in his way? And um, you know this this is a guy who just has simple desires, and um, you got to see some of the everyday goings on of just you know starting up a starting up an apothecary, his business. Um, it was a great blend of these two things, and um, just really worked. And it's great that you know this is another different deliverance to the isekai range and um i really don't think this series was really talked about that much last year because i only remember like the title and that uh, you know watching it now and going into doing a little bit of research yeah no one really talked about it not really um which is a shame but hey i'm talking about it now and um i'm telling you if you really want something different um for, you know, if you're isekai trash, I'd like to think I am, but I can't call myself that yet because I'm not, I really still have not watched enough isekai. Um, if you're real isek, you know, hardcore isekai trash, um, you definitely need to, definitely need to watch this series. Um, where can you watch this series? You can watch it on Crunchyroll and Funimation. Um, but yeah, honestly, all in all, this is kind of a quickie episode because you know, this uh this anime knew where it was, knew what it was doing, knew what it was delivering, and delivered one thing, and it did great. I really, I did enjoy the characters. Um, you know, there's there's some parts of it where like 
it's okay, get, a bit, get a bit like uh, nonsense like you know like I said a couple of characters annoying me there is one called Albert who tries to recruit Red to his party and yeah, you know just just annoying you know it's not really much to go on I can't say he was like oh he really drove down the story no his character was just annoying and Tanton like as I said the kid was annoying as well and um yeah I I really do think some people are going to enjoy this series and I I think I definitely decided after because I finished this show I thought I finished this show two weeks ago. I put that on my Twitter. That was a bad mistake. I finished this show like two months ago and I was going to write a blog post for it, but I decided, nah, nah, this, 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 this needs to go on. This needs to go on the podcast. Most definitely. So yeah, I found a new favorite among the isekai because I can tell you the last isekai I watched was Chivalry of a Failed Night. Yeah. The last isekai that I watched was Rising of the Shield Hero. So I feel like, you know, from here on in, uh, my isekai watching hopefully will grow. But in saying that, actually, Rising of the Shield Hero was not the last one I watched. It was actually Ascension of a Bookworm, which I watched uh, the beginning of this year. My bad. Um, I actually had not watched the third season. I watched the first two seasons and I definitely do like that series a lot. Um, really enjoy that. Um, <clears throat> but in terms of if I can say anything else about this show, I mean, you know, animation was like, you know, pretty standard, um, pretty colourful, very, very bold, like, palette and in terms of colours. A lot of blues and reds stood out. Oh, speaking of red, one thing I didn't understand about this series was, um, you know, the main character's called Red, but his hair's blue. Can you tell me that? <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess we got to go with this. Um, even though I was confused every time someone called him Red, and I'm like, yeah, it just keeps bugging me because your hair is blue. <laughs> you know, um, that's from that. That's for me when anime gets weird. Just in decisions like that from creators but hey you know um that's just how it is and I also like some of the you know like a you know I guess influence in terms of like we've got some medieval um European influence in here which um was a standout factor and um definitely the creator wanted that to be an important part of like the world especially with the the blessings and stuff and in terms of like when I you know I explained the blessings before uh it's actually confusing as hell even when they explain it in the anime I get lost so don't worry when you're watching it and they're explain red is explaining about the blessing shit because I'm like yeah um you might need to say that to me like 10 times and I still won't get it <laughs> So, um, yeah, in terms of, yeah, plot, that would be my only critique. Like, yeah, the blessing bit is a bit hardcore. Um, yeah, lots of detail. And in the anime, it goes and goes over very briefly. But, yeah, I like the European and medieval influences used in this. Um, there was, this, is, this is definitely a series where there's been a lot of thought put into this, and you wouldn't think so, because the, the, the plot really does sound very, yeah, simple 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 but yeah when you read the interview that i read on anime news network 
Um, it's far from that. So, yeah, like I said, you can watch this on Crunchyroll and Funimation. Um, this is definitely not a waste of time if you want something laid back. Um, also, another recommendation I'll give that would be like next to this would definitely be one of my faves, which is my other recommendation would be the Saint's magic power is um, omnipotent. Hopefully I said that correctly. That long word, I was like, it gets me every time the, the O when I say it. Um, yeah, that's that's and that's that's where I class this next to. Also, um, again, that that's getting a season two, which I'm very very excited about for next year. Um, yeah. So, if you like that, then you're gonna like this. You're going to like banish from the heroes party. So, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, this episode. Um, now, in terms of when I said things are going to be really changing, because they are, um, I have not even announced this on my blog yet, um, but I have decided to not write as much. Um, actually, I don't know if I'm taking a break from blogging or it's kind of forever. Um, I'm in a very weird state about it at the moment. All I know is right now I really just want to be doing this and uh, working on some videos. So I recently have made a comeback to YouTube. Um, I posted about it like three weeks ago. But right now I am more invested in doing the podcast and um, yeah, doing working on these video projects. Um, I, I honestly can't tell you why. <laughs> I just had a had a moment randomly one day last month and I'm like yeah this 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 is where I want to be right now so yeah I, I don't know if I'm giving up arms on my blog or not yeah so all a bit up in the air right now but I know what I really want to focus on so that means instead of there being like two episodes a month I'm just gonna that'll be the standard but I really want to crank out just as much as possible, to be honest. So, I mean, like, two is the standard for each month. But, yeah, like, there, there is a lot I want to talk about. Like, I've already planned, like, my next uh, two or three episodes already. Um, and I have just finished a series literally last night that I would love to talk about. So, um, yeah, uh, that is where I'm going with this, honestly. And you know what? I'm excited. I'm going to sit here and say that I'm not. Um, loads of anime to talk about. Um, definitely. So, I think I've rambled on God for long enough. I have. But yeah. Until next time. To see what I'm watching. And I did not screw up my outro. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.